What's up, magical human? Hey, if you're like me and you want to create a bigger impact on the world, why not share your knowledge and talents with others? Welcome to the podcast where I share marketing strategies, product creation tips, and real life stories of how women all over the world are using their knowledge and creativity to build a life and business they love on their terms. I'll share with you over a decade of knowledge and show you how you can take what you already know and do and package it into a digital product like a course, membership site, or digital download that sells globally. I'm Amy Jo, and you're listening to the Digital Magic Podcast. that you have a passion to share and that the world needs your gifts. Get the motivation you need to finally grow your online coaching business, sharing your knowledge your way. Hi, I'm Amy Jo, and I help entrepreneurs just like you design an online business that allows them to teach their gifts globally. I fully believe in helping women design their own magic and create a life that they're excited to wake up to every single day. If you're ready to finally get serious and change your business, you are in the right spot. Welcome to the Digital Magic Podcast. there. Thanks for popping into the VIP lounge with me. I'm super excited that you are here and I cannot wait to showcase some of these amazing and creative entrepreneurs who are joining, joining me in the lounge this year. You are going to love their stories, love their energy, and you're going to get so like super stoked that you're just going to want to make all the things happen. That's how I feel anyways, by interviewing these amazing people. It's just so good. Now, get super pumped. Um, Today on our podcast, we have a woman named Destiny. And Destiny is a mom of two little babies under four years old. And she's a six-figure copywriter and consultant. Um, She's worked with multi-million dollar brands on their content development and consults on high-level e-commerce sales strategies to drive growth for some of her favorite brands. And by we, you know, we're not going to mention the brands, but they're kind of big deals. So I'm so pumped that she is here. Um, You can follow her works, um, Destiny's works at destinyhagis.com destiny, H-A-G-E-S-T dot C-O-M. And stay tuned. She has a course coming out soon. um, And it's going to be called the legit work from home mom. And you are not going to want to miss that. So get excited. I am so excited to share this interview with you. She has some amazing action tips also towards um, the latter part of this interview. So get a pen and paper ready, grab a cup of tea, and let's hang out. And here we go. Here's destiny. Okay. Destiny, thanks for coming in here to the lounge with me. How are you today? Great. Thank you for having me. It's fun. I'm excited. (laughs) You are more than welcome. I'm so excited to have you here because the topic that we're going to be talking about today is huge. And I get asked this question all the time. And I'm so glad that you're just going to answer all the things for us. And your energy is just fabulous. It's going to be so good. Um, But if you would just give everyone a little, little insight into what you do day to day. Sure, sure. Um, well, I am, first of all, I'm a mommy, um, two little boys, four and uh, four years old and 10 months old. Woo-hoo, and- boy, mom. <laughs> nice. yeah. Oh my gosh, little boys. Oh. Uh, and then professionally, I'm a freelance content strategist and copywriter. So I'm in the process of going from a, a single woman show to a content strategy agency right now. 
Oh, no big deal. Right. That's amazing. It's so cool. It's so fun. <laughs> that, oh, I bet the whole like branching out expansion. I love that feeling. It's like butterflies all the time. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a idea. My husband's like, settle down. Like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> no, I know. That's that's awesome. So when did you decide to go from one woman to agency? Gosh, that is really super recent. Um, I I always kind of had this thing. Like I didn't, you know, I, I didn't build a business because I wanted to work 40 hours a week. I did it because I wanted to supplement my income. And ultimately it turned into the, the sole household income. So I'm still in this place where I don't want to work long hours. You know, I just want to scale my income. I want to scale my revenue. So I only decided that I was comfortable with doing the agency thing in the last month or so. Um, and so this is like a super new thing. I'm actually partnering with existing agencies so that I don't have to be the person inside of my business doing all of the work all the time. Um, because I want to take my kids to the library, you know, and I want to take vacations. <laughs> so I love what you just said, because this happens all the time, especially like with my clients they are like, I'm working all the time. I didn't start this business to do this. What have I done? And that's literally, literally happened to me. Like in the beginning of my business, I was like, I have to be all in 24 seven. All of this stuff has to happen. I can't take a day off. If I do, I don't make money. And it was just like this energizer bunny hamster wheel, like not in a good way, not the good energizer bunny, like the bad way where I was just like constantly, yeah, going crazy. So, so talk a little bit about that as far as like, the letting go process because we talked a little bit about this right before we hit the record button as far as you know me being a control freak and starting to hire people to help me yeah how like how do you make that process easier <laughs> if you're a control really you know for me like anytime I'm at a challenge in my business I don't think about the problem because thinking about the problem there, there are a thousand ways to fix it. There are a thousand ways to do this. There is no shortage of solutions, but the solution that's going to drive you the least insane is the one that that's centered around why you did this in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, for me, it was because I wanted to, I, you know, I had kids very intentionally. I wanted to mother them. <laughs> I wanted to bake cookies and, and do Pinterest projects and stuff. Yeah. So for me, it's like, okay, well, which is more important to me? controlling and doing every single thing in my business or doing only the parts that I really love in my business and getting back and focusing and spending time with my kids or, you know, I mean, hell, going and getting a hair appointment or something. I mean, just small things. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. And really, I mean, the energy of you just doing that is so much lighter and you're happier and you're less stressed and all the things, all the good things. So, yeah. Yeah. And so you've built this business and when did you start, by the way, when did you start your business? I think I've been at this. It's been such a blur. Yeah. Just over four years now. Awesome. Awesome. And so you've built it, you're doing freelancing and you build it into a six figure business from your house, yes. which is awesome. So the process before that, so before you're like, I'm going to start my own business, going to work from home. This is what my, you know, I want my life to look like. What was happening before then? Before you were like, nope, this is it. I'm doing my own thing. Well, you should know that I, when I, when I got started, I, I did not start freelancing because I wanted to start a business. I was just like every other mom. I, I just wanted to 
my, my husband was working 60 hours a week. He was um, gone for business. I, I was basically just in this house all day by myself with no help mm-hmm. and a brand new baby. And I, I wanted to contribute to the household income. So it would be less on my husband to pick up every shift that he could scrounge together. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I started this thing, I mean, I didn't start it like I would start a business. I was just like, oh my gosh, somebody's going to pay me to work from home. That's what? <laughs> of money you want to pay me is fine. I was like, yeah. yeah. Dollars an hour. There were some cases where I, I took gigs on Upwork that were, I didn't even know how it was legal, but they were paying like $4 an hour or something. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, at that point, it was just, I, I had no expectation because I felt like I was so lucky to be able to do it in the first place. And it never even occurred to me that, you know, I, I had skills that I was selling for, for pennies on the dollar that were making my clients tons of money. And so, you know, once I shifted into that attitude and I realized, oh my gosh, this is what I have here. I started kind of addressing the gaps in my skills. Um, well, you know, I started as a freelance writer doing a lot of blog content. And um, I realized that, you know, I wasn't really just writing blog content. I was creating leads for my clients. Mm. So I, um, I I did some personal education to sharpen my skills and fill in the gaps and make sure that I was worthy of the rates that I wanted to charge. Because um, I, don't, I don't believe in the fake it till you make it thing. That's, I, I think like everybody has inherent skills. And you don't have to go to college, but, you know, building on those and making yourself an expert, you get to charge so much more. It's so easy. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I just focused on something I already knew. I I intentionally got myself better at it. And uh, when things started to get a little crazy, um, I I ended up using cold pitching to generate all of my clients. And um, when things got a little crazy and the workload got more than I wanted to manage, I was just like, okay, well, what don't I have to do? You know, I, I probably don't have to be the one sending out my invoices or chasing down, you know, clients to sign their contracts. And so I hired an online business manager and, um, she's like, she's my rock, you know, mm. <laughs> one day I'm going to give her like the biggest bonus in the world. <laughs> so much in my business right now. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. So what does your, your typical day look like now? I'm sure every day is a little bit different now because you kind of adjust your schedule, but what would you say as far as like in your business working, how many hours would you say? Yeah, yeah, I get this question a lot. Um, so it's right now it's it's super different because I'm actually in the process of developing a couple of courses, mm-hmm. um, I'm picking new services, and I'm also partnering with a uh, development agency out of Seattle. So I'll be handling their sales for them as chief growth officer. Um, mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of stuff in the works. But as far as the hours go, as far as like what the day looks like, you know, a normal day, I. I am pretty strict about not working more than 20 hours a week. You know, I, I do not like to stretch my hours all day. And, you know, my husband's a stay-at-home dad. And mm-hmm. like any other stay-at-home parent, he's just like, oh, my God, when are you going to be back to, like, help <laughs> I'm just in my home office. You know, but he's like, please help me with these kids. Yeah. Take a break. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I wake up, um, I usually get started by around 9 a.m. Um, half of my day is just spent on sales. You know, I um, that's the thing. Half of my half of my work hours are not on client work. Um, client work represents no more than 50% of how I spend my time. Um, the rest of it, you know, you, you I'm the sole breadwinner. I have to generate sales consistently to mm-hmm. to put a roof over our heads. So I spend a lot of time on pitching, on following up, on refining my proposals and expanding my service offerings. It's, um, I've kind of been shifting into this role of like, I'm not just a freelance copywriter anymore. I am a business owner. I'm a CEO. And I can't be the person doing all the work inside of my business while also building the business. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, chills. chills. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so, that's so true because when you're focused on things that aren't lighting you up and you're not super excited about it. I mean, you're, it's draining. It's so draining. And I did this like 
kind of what you did, like reevaluation and you figure out like what you really like doing and what you're just like, "Mm, I'm only doing this because I feel like I have to. And even just like the simplest things as far as, you know, make things work, work smarter, not harder, I guess is the phrase, make things easier. So I used to write blog posts all the time. And now I don't know, it kind of like phased out for me. Like I don't write them as much, but I, I do like voice to text and I'm all about that life. So I'm like, it's easier and I'm still getting content out there and I enjoy it. So it's just like little tweaks like that. But I think, like you said, you know, really tuning in and figuring out what feels good. What do I like? And then outsource the rest or figure out a different way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm big on, I'm big on not doing work that I hate because I end up procrastinating and just like everybody else, you know, I have half finished knitting projects and I organize half a closet and let it sit for two months. If you do what you love and you have other people responsible for the things that you hate, then you're not going to like, you're not going to fizzle. You're not going to burn out. Your clients aren't going to be like, where is the thing that I paid you for? You know, it's, yeah. it's going to it's just, it's been like a total game changer for us personally. Um, and my husband has even stepped into a role with helping me with lead generation for sales. That's so exciting. So good at it. I thought that's really fun. Is it weird <laughs> working with your husband or is it just kind of, did it come natural to you? No, you know, honestly, I was really against it in the beginning. Um, because you know, like most couples, we, we argue about like how we're going to raise the kids and the money, just right. <laughs> household. Like I, I disagree. I disagree whoever has the strongest will wins, you know? Um, but it turned out like, you know, I, I wanted to develop these courses and it was just a numbers game. Like I was, I was developing services that that produced the highest possible return on my time, um, the highest profit margins. And uh, part of that was developing a course. So my assistant was like, I can't do all of this unless you pay me more. And I was like, that's fair. (laughs) You should get paid. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, I took, um, you know, it's, splitting hairs but ultimately I just wound up splitting a part of my own salary off and paying my husband to handle lead generation for me and it turns out he's a natural at it he's fantastic and so now he's getting into freelancing with that (laughs) that's so exciting it's like a domino effect isn't it yeah it's very rewarding it's been actually good for our marriage I thought it would have the opposite effect (laughs) that's awesome that's so good so thinking, I know a lot of people who are going to watch and listen to this are all about the six figures. I mean, if you look anywhere online, it's like, how to make six figures? How do you do this? How do you do that? Da, 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 da. So, so since you've done that, do you have action steps? I do. Oh man. The six figures, like from here to there, to there. <laughs> what, what, did, what did that, you know, process kind of look like for you? So it's, it's a little bit different for everybody. Like I said, there, there are a million different ways to make a lot of money. And this is, I mean, this is a weird thing. Like, you know, I, for context, I, I've not making a lot of money. is not normal for me. <laughs> Most of my life I have made less than $2,000 a month. You know, that's just like, I mean, poverty line was where I lived. That was it. Um, so this, this is all very new to me, but as I'm scaling, I'm actually, I've set a very audacious um, revenue goal for myself for this year. It's, and it's just, it's like a crazy number. But when I think about it, I'm like, well, there's like 20 different ways I could do that. I mean, there's no shortage of ways that mm-hmm. the only issue is, you know, just deciding and committing, you know, deciding and committing to, to the way to do it. So all that to say, the way that I have scaled to six figures is not necessarily the way that you have to do it to make it happen. It's just what works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for, for a little bit of context, you know, like I said, I have two very young kids. The first two years of freelancing, my husband was not a stay-at-home dad. He was working full-time and then some. I had no funds for childcare. I lived in the middle of nowhere. Like, 
the nearest daycare facility, even if I wanted to use it, was an hour away. There were no options. You know, oh my like, gosh. Yeah, I was in the boonies, you know? And I, I just, yeah, and I'm like little old me. And my, to, to boot, my first baby did not nap without being in my lap for the first two years of his life. It was great. So we, we just breastfed. And I had my laptop, my $300 little Acer propped up. And here. And Make it work. Right. So my webcam off for conference calls, you know, so they couldn't see that there was a baby in my lap. Um, and it was just, it, you can do this no matter where you are. Um, but the, the first thing I would say is, you know, your time is everything when you're a mom. You don't have an infinite number of hours of the day. So you need to decide and then commit to that decision. What do you love to do? What do you want to do? And where do your current skills lie in that space? So for me, it was, I've always been a natural writer. Writer Writing was easy. I didn't have to get good at writing, but I did have to adapt my ability to write to what my clients expected. So I, I write marketing materials and I write emails and blog content. And, um, you know, you can't just go out there and say, oh, well, the, the industry standard for writing a blog post is, you know, $200 an article. So that's what I'm going to charge because I know mm-hmm. how to write. Like that's, because, you know, the reality is, is that's the industry standard for people who know how to write effective blog content. Do you know what effective content looks like? And I didn't, I did not know at the time. Um, so I, I didn't take a, you know, I didn't take a course. I, I did it a long way. I spent like over a year kind of just Googling everything and um, took some really low paying jobs to get experience and on the job training. And once I brought my skills up to par, I just dumped all of that information into a Google doc one day to kind of like assess where I was. And I was like, okay, my business coach says I need to charge like $300 per article because what I'm doing right now is way too cheap. Mm-hmm. And so I just dumped everything into a Google doc and I had like 15 pages. I was like, oh my God, all of this is in my brain. So a skills assessment and addressing the gaps and becoming an expert in what you do. Do not be the Jane of all trades. Um, one thing that I, I started to fall into that I see a lot of, a lot of freelancers and, and mompreneurs and business, whatever you want to call it. Um, they feel like they have to offer every solution under the sun for their clients. So they're like, Oh, I'm going to do graphic design here, social media management and blog content. And I mean, I know that now that I'm in a position where I'm hiring people, I don't hire people who do everything because I know that they can't, you know, mm-hmm. I know that you're not an expert in everything. You're an expert in a few different things. Mm-hmm. So find your specialization, find that highest ROI and, um, and then just hone in on what, what you're an expert at and sell that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as the selling goes, <laughs> the actual the whole other topic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know it's like a whole can of worms. Goodness. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just like spewing word vomit. No, do it. <laughs> do it. Give me more. No, you're doing the awesome. <laughs> It's all, <laughs> I swear it all works. I'm not, I'm not some gimmicky person you see in your Facebook ads. Like this is all stuff I had to figure out. How to do. Um, but one thing that I did, you know, I was like a lot of people, I was in Facebook groups and every time somebody was like, I'm looking for a content writer, like 50 people dog Paul on that post. I'm like, yeah. maybe, maybe here's my email address. You know? Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's miserable. And that's no way to generate consistent income. The reality is, like I said, I'm the sole breadwinner. Nobody else is making money in this house but me. So I'm like, if I don't do it consistently, I guess what? <laughs> We're moving into a cardboard box. Right. <laughs> so, no pressure. So, so yeah, so it just, it became an issue. Of, like I needed to, to take control of my income. And um, so what I did was I actually stumbled onto the six figure freelancer, which is now I think they call it six and up a community for freelancers. Anyways, they're, they're my current business coaches and they attribute a lot of my success. Mm-hmm. There was, there was refining my skills and then there was learning how to sell them. And that was the other half of this equation. Um, so I actually took their cold pitching course. I signed up for their masterminds and they're currently 
coaches on retainer with me. I pay them a lot of money just to send me audio messages every month because they're brilliant. Um, but they, they teach a cold pitching method. And so I literally just every single day, I email CEOs of companies that I want to work with. Um, I have my skills in my pocket. I look at what they're doing and I say, hey, I can definitely do that better. You can make more money if I did it for you. And I email the CEOs and we get on sales calls and that's, that's where all of my business comes from right now is, is doing that directly. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. Those are such good action steps straight to the point. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the more the merrier, you know what I'm saying? No, it was awesome. It was perfect. And okay. So I have to ask you this because I know people are thinking this, that first cold pitch email that you sent was it terrifying or was it like oh I'm just gonna send this email (laughs) what was the feel of it and how did you overcome that (laughs) it's yeah yeah of course it's like I've been doing this for upwards of two years now and yeah I still like I send an email to like I was emailing like three to ten million dollar companies before now I'm emailing like five hundred million dollar companies like I've had conversations with household names and it's freaking terrifying. Cause here I am sitting here in my yoga pants with a baby on me. You like, <laughs> know that I'm just a, just me. Like I'm just regular me. And like, why would they want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you just, you have to get out of your own head with it and you have to stop thinking about yourself. That's, that's what it all comes down to. Um, the resistance to wanting to cold pitch. And this is so hard to hear, but it, it really comes down to being selfish and, and like thinking that it all revolves around you. They are not thinking about what a big giant fraud you are. They're thinking about like what you do for them. Right. You have to go into it thinking about like, okay, well, what can I do for them? Can I help them offer them a ton of value? Mm-hmm. And um, just if you, if you get into that space of like, I am helping them, they want to hear from me because I have something I can do to help them. It really helps you to feel like less of like, um, like a person who's tapping somebody on the shoulder at the store. Like, hey, <laughs> please, sir. <laughs> yeah. Person, yes. You know, it's not, it's not like that at all. They're, they're happy to hop on the phone with somebody who loves their brand and has something that could legitimately help them make more sales and, and get more customers. Right. Right. Like, why wouldn't they? I know it's so easy for us to be like all in our brain, like what you were saying. And just like, like, this is, if they say, no, it's the end of the world. Like I'm sweating bullets, you know, all of these things and rip that bandaid. Just do it. Right. You cannot, you can't fear the rejection. Cause I mean, the reality is, is most like 99% of the people I've cold pitch. I, I pitched like 50 to hundred companies a month. I mean, a lot. And, um, most, like 99% of them are nothing but nice. Even when they say, no, thank you. I'm not interested. They're not like, you just like go away. Like you're just, <laughs> why are you emailing me? Yeah. Don't be afraid of them. Like I, I, at one point, um, gosh, I emailed the CEO of this really major foods brand and he told me kindly, like, no, thank you. I'm not interested. But I was like, Oh my God, he just emailed me back. And I was just like, just be grateful. Like they took the time out of their day to not mark you as spam and just ignore you. They, they responded. That, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. No. So don't be so hard on yourself. Just let the rejection just roll off of you. You just, you can't get emotionally attached to every email you send or you'll be paralyzed and never be able to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you ever get to a place where you're just like, I don't know, all the doubt like hit you and you're like, can I do this? Or, you know, why am I doing this? All of these things. Cause I know for me, like as an entrepreneur, it has been like the biggest mindset roller coaster. I know there's like that little what like meme or whatever have you seen like the hills and it's like woohoo ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I'm like, this is like my life. Like, I totally get this. Like, did you go through? Every day. I mean, every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. I know. It does not stop. I mean, like, I, so I'm in coaching programs. I'm, I'm currently in, um, in a money mastery sort of course. And, um, yeah, like that, that never goes away. And especially like, you know, like I said, when I took on this, this role is like, you know, husband, you do not have to work anymore. I've got this. Like I asked for that, you know, but it was like some days I just stare at the ceiling. I'm like, oh my God, what if I don't get any clients? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a constant mindset game. It is, That's you know, game. but it, there are thousands. So, so number one, look back on your life. Have, have there ever been times when there, there's been a problem that has been completely unfixable. Like everything is fixable. Everything always winds up working out in your favor, even when it feels, it you know, that's the thing that, and that's, so you have to like, you have to remind yourself it's okay to be afraid because it's totally normal. Like, I mean, I, I, I usually do 15,000 plus a month in sales. Um, and I have very, very low business expenses. So it's, it's good, but it still feels like if I don't increase that, I feel like a failure and that's relative to what I am now. And like, you know, two years ago, three, four years ago, that would have been like laughable to me. I couldn't even imagine having a $5,000 month. Um, so it, it's relative to your perspective. It's not, it's not an indication of reality. Fear is just a feeling and you feel it and then you move on and you act anyway. And that's what propels yes. you. I was literally just thinking that in my brain. It's like, feel the fear and do it anyways. Like we're so here. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally... I, I mean, like you said, I have to do that like every day. I don't know if that ever goes away because I feel like you're constantly like up leveling. I don't know. It's just like a constant mindset thing that you like. I have so many mindset books just oh, on yeah. my shelf. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm always like, like I'll have a week or whatever where I'm just like, mindset, like I got this. Right. I don't need to, I'm cool. And then it's like the next week is like, <laughs> the world is falling apart. Yeah, exactly. You just got to constantly keep yourself in that, you know, mindset space, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, Mark Manson put it in one of the most, um, most memorable ways. It's, is it the subtle art of not giving an F I'll just say, I don't know if it's okay to swear. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that's really good. Yeah. 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 And so one thing he said in that, that really was like a wake up call for me. And he's like, look, rich guys still have problems, but a rich guy problem compared to a poor guy problem, is just a better problem to have. So suddenly wake up one day and be making six figures and like, ah, easy breezy, no problem. Like my toddler still (laughs) drops the F bomb and and like, there's like, we still have things. Mm Mm-hmm. I like the business like business is still hard like scaling is still like you still have to like challenge yourself a little bit but I mean it hell it's a lot better than the problems I was having when I was making 500 bucks a month I can tell you that yeah right there you go I love that rich people problems are just what was it just rich better people, better problems you just graduate to better versions of yeah yeah no I love that that's really good you know just Anyone who's watching or listening to this, just write that down, put it on a sticky note, stick it up somewhere, <laughs> remind yourself, it's going to be okay. Um, and you've kind of done this, this next question, next and last question that I have for you, kind of done this, like you sprinkled it throughout the whole interview. But as far as advice for people who are maybe there in a nine to five that they're like going bald because they're pulling their hair out and it's just driving them crazy or you know, they're working or, you know, stay at home mom and they're thinking about working from home, but they're like, I don't even know. What kind of advice would you give them to take that leap? 
Well, you know, I, I don't know. It, it looks a little different from everybody. I mean, it's kind of like deciding to go on a diet, you know? I mean, like diets themselves typically don't work because they're temporary fixes. And most people have them rooted around this temporary ideal. But if you have like a lifestyle adjustment, like, you know, a, a vegetarian doesn't sit there and think, oh man, I really want some bacon. They're like, they're committed because that's their lifestyle. Um, so it, it usually, like for me, it was a catalyst. It was like a moment of like, I can't take this anymore. Something has to change. And then your, your lifestyle adjusts. It's not something you do every day. It's a lifestyle that you're committed to getting caught up with. Um, it's already in your head. You have a clear picture of where you want to go. And you think about that picture every day. So I think if, if you're in this position where you're, you're frustrated and you're burnt out and you're overwhelmed and the thought of starting one more project is just like, are you serious? That's what I have to do. Like no big deal. Right. Just focus on why it matters to you. Like, you know, goal visualization is, um, I'm not very woo-woo, you know, I'm very practical and very pragmatic, but goal visualization has helped me stay anchored to the why as I've gone through these ups and downs mm -hmm. of business. Um, and then, you know, there, it's not necessary. <laughs> hopefully you won't have this kind of moment there, but there are moments where like something will have to give, you will just be shocked into making a change. Um, so for example, it's been, I think about three years, two, two or three years, right? Right around the time I started really scaling my income and changing my business. Um, but you know, my, my son needed uh, a minor procedure. It wasn't a big deal. He wasn't, it wasn't life or death. He was just in pain and we had health insurance, but the insurance wouldn't cover it. And the cost out of pocket was more than we could handle. We just did not, we literally did not have the money and there was no foreseeable way of getting it. We couldn't even book the procedure without a deposit. And so we were just sitting there and I was on the phone with the insurance company. And I remember, you know, my husband's at work and it's just me and my, and my toddler. And I'm on the phone with the insurance company and they tell me it's not being covered. And I'm just standing there like, what the hell am I supposed to do? And I just screamed. I just lost it. It was like, I can't do it anymore. I'm so sick of not being able to afford things. And so I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm just, so that night, um, there was a mastermind opening up and it was, more expensive than anything. And I, I talked to my husband about it. We, we wound up finding a solution to my husband needing to, or my son needing the procedure, but we circled back like, okay, what are we going to do? What action are we going to take to say that we are actually changing something this year? And we were up till midnight. We sat on the couch and he's like, if you can commit to this, if you can commit to seeing this thing through, then do it. Sign up for this mastermind, pay the money that we don't know where we're going to get it from. <laughs> we took out a line of PayPal. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta do what you got to do. You have to be all in because you can't say, well, I'm just going to try it. Maybe it'll, because it worked for her. Maybe it'll, like, you have to go into this, like, I'm just going to do it. I'm deciding to change my life. Um, anything but that, you're going to have wishy-washy results for wishy-washy commitment. And that's just, that's, that's the truth. Yeah. I hear that all the time where people get to that place where it's just like, something has to change or I'm going to lose it. Yeah. You know, you have to get to like that wall to like make that change. And I mean, what a story that you just told. Like, that's really powerful to be in like that place. Oh, it sounds like, mommy, is everything okay? I'm like, mommy's going to go make some money now because I am sick of <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in a minute. Sorry. <laughs> it becomes easier, but it just, I, that's, that's the thing. You have to decide if the struggle of success is greater than the struggle that you're currently in now. You know, is it worth it? Like, because you're just going to trade one for the other. This isn't going to be like suddenly you're magically a millionaire, but um, it, it doesn't have to take years. It doesn't have to be 40 hours a week. You can do this. On, I mean, like I said, part-time hours. I, I, I will never, I've been offered several six-figure full-time jobs and executive roles now, and I've turned them all down because I, I don't have to work full-time hours to get this level of income. I don't.
Mm-hmm. And FAQ. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That is the perfect kind of segue into talking about the course that you're working on. But as far as, you know, building this business in a way that you want to, you know, kind of like we mentioned in the beginning, like building it and then you're working like 24 seven, you're just like, why did I build this? And, you know, really setting yourself up for success, I think is huge so that you can stay committed, you can stay excited and you can have a life outside of your business and with your family and with your kids and your husband and everything. And I think that's, that's just speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. There, there are periods where gross periods, like, like I said, right now I'm developing this course and it's requiring a little bit more time. And I was just right before this interview, I was telling my husband, I think there's going to be a couple of days where I just need to really commit. I need to dig in. I'm going to work longer hours because there's a specific to-do list. And I'm not, I'm not looking at the clock. I'm looking at what needs to be accomplished. Um, and so that's, that's a period of growth, but it's not going to be my normal, you know, this is going to be, and then once I increase my sales, I'm going to outsource that stuff because I'm not going to do that all the time. No way. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, tell us about your course. What is happening there? What are you making? Tell us all the things. Like, like I said, with the action steps, one of the first steps that I took was really up-leveling my income was getting really clear and, and specific about what exactly I could do. Um, I got, I honed in on my zone of genius and then I built and refined those skills. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a two-part course. We're launching part one um, before the end of the month. My assistant is busily working on it, putting it together right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's called the Content Writer Pro Course. And so basically it's all the information that I spent a lot of five to $10 an hour jobs and a lot of hours Googling to to try to figure out on my own. It's all consolidated into one easy to follow course. So it's for freelance writers. If you have a natural writing ability, but you don't know how to build this into a marketable service where you can actually, where you can charge those big rates and make that money instead of going to college, which I never recommend, do not go to college to learn how to write content because they Mm -hmm. they don't know. College doesn't know. It's totally different. Like in the online world, I know. Like I get, people send me term papers all the time for, for writing samples. I'm like, what, this is not, I can't, I don't know what this is. Um, This is relevant. This is applicable. And it's obviously, it's not a student loan size, a size price tag. It's very affordable. Um, So this content writer pro course just consolidates all this information. It's easy to digest. And that way, if you do want to do the, if you want to write blogs for companies or eBooks or PDFs, if that's your your thing that you like to do, like I did, um, then you can, you can really scale really quickly into those higher dollar price tags because you'll have the skills to back it up. so that's part one. And then part two, which is, I'm probably more excited about part two, but it's mm-hmm. is the six figure freelance writer business guide. So you get the skills and you're like, all right, now I need some clients. Right. <laughs> so the business guide helps you set it up from start to finish everything from things to include in your contract. So you don't get screwed over. Ask me how I learned those things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> totally normal, but uh, you don't have to learn it the way I did. That's the great thing about this. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know how to find clients who can afford to pay your rates. You know, this is not, you don't scale to being a six-figure content writer, a six-figure copywriter, or six-figure anything, really, by marketing yourself in the same way that you were at the lower levels. You know, I'm not scrounging around in Facebook groups anymore. I'm going after the clients who I know can afford my rates because I have a finite number of hours in the day to commit to sales. Um, so that's kind of what that's going to focus on, um, everything from the business logistics and internal operations to closing on those sales. Awesome. Ooh, it's so exciting. <laughs> that's going to be fun. I know, and the title <laughs> of it just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's on um, it's, 
content writer pro course is rolling out first. And then I, I'm going to really, we're going to push really hard to get it out mid-March, the, the six figure freelance writing course. Awesome. Well, good <laughs> luck. That's so exciting. Nice. <laughs> I can't wait to see when it's all done. It's going to be so great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for popping in here to the lounge with me. I've enjoyed it. You're so full of knowledge and power and all the fun things. I really appreciate you being here. Um, where can we find you online? Yeah. So, you know, for right now, my websites are a mess. I have a couple of websites. Um, you can follow me on Facebook um, at just Destiny Hagus. I just use my personal page and um, you can follow my public posts there. It's where I'm going to be publishing all the content on the um, course developments. Um, I also have the legit work from home mom.com and um, it's for parents in particular who are <laughs> struggling with how to get started. If writing isn't your thing, there is a guide there that tells you all about how to work from home, what kinds of opportunities there are, where to find the jobs is extensive. Like you're going to need like a couple of hours in a notebook to get through it. <laughs> there you go. Grab a cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be able, uh, I'll be sure to send over some links to stuff. So yeah. 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 Awesome. Really weird name. It's, it's hard to spell. <laughs> awesome. No, I, that's why I don't put my last name on anything. Cause no one can say it anyways. So it's like, just leave that off. It's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, cool. Yeah. Send me those links and I'll link them and everyone can check you out. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me, Amy. This was a blast. You're a great host. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I love doing this. It's so much fun. <laughs> Get a meet people. And where are you, by the way? Where do you live? So right now I am in Tacoma, Washington. Washington. See, parts of people all over the place. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, back to Washington. Thanks for popping in here again. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me. I will catch you later. <laughs> You can come hang out in the Digital Product Female Entrepreneur's Facebook group, hang out with thousands of us making digital products, creating awesome, cool things, and selling them to the world. Come get inspired. Come hang out with us. There's thousands of us there, and we cannot wait to support you. Now, if you need some ideas on digital products that you can create and sell, go to herownmagic.com and download my freebie. It's 65 digital products you can create and sell by this weekend. It is waiting for you there. Go check it out. And you have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next time. Go create your own magic.